0: to Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast, I'm your host Tessianos and today is Day 9 of 31 Days of Horror. That's right, we've got the coolest, most comic book Halloween countdown ever right here at OCD. If you'd like to keep up with us with this horrific hullabaloo, please follow OCD on Instagram at OCD Podcast, Facebook, facebook.com slash OCD Podcast, and Twitter at Ongoing Comic Pod. So we are 22 days away from Halloween and five days away from our very first giveaway. That's right guys and ghouls, thanks to the generous dudes over at the Ready to Retro podcast, we are giving away a very undead Halloween package that includes a Walking Dead Daryl Dixon bobblehead, a Walking Dead Volume 1 comic, and OCD stickers can't get better than that to enter is quite simple my friends just head on over to your social media of preference follow ongoing comic book discussion podcast and share your favorite ocd horror post thus far tag us in your post along with the hashtag 31 days of horror comics simple as that the winner's name will be drawn from a magic hat on wednesday october 14th when i review the walking dead with max and chris from the ready to retro podcast so please be sure to enter and that's one entry per person and it's gonna be awesome all right, without further ado, I'd like to introduce my co host for this episode. These guys are here to represent the entire country of Canada, and they are also DC comic book experts. One of them has glasses with no hair, and the other has no glasses with lots of hair. <laughs> Not to be confused with Mr. Fantastic, they are the amazing Reed and Richard of the Dr. DC Podcast. What's up, guys?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm... So happy to be here, and also, so upset that you're so much better at podcasting than we are. So ashamed of ourselves. T- I'm just
2: every, gonna say, I'm sorry. Uh, every
1: everything that just happened is
2: a thousand times better than we've ever done it. The idea of, uh, of front loading all of your drops, like all of your your uh, follows for the social media at the beginning, and frankly, being organized enough to record 31 episodes. <laughs> oh my god! I'd kill myself by the end of that. Geez. That's
1: outrageous. <laughs> so happy to be here on a real podcast
2: yeah and uh (laughs) our podcast will no longer be happening yeah 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 by the time you're listening (laughs) to this uh, our podcast is over (laughs) yeah as well as our lives yeah
0: i i mean i'm so glad you guys are here i mean already up front we can i just adore you guys you are so amazing and i'm just glad that you're here to represent canada i mean canada must be so proud (laughs)
1: oh yeah a lot most of Canada doesn't know that we're representing them right now and (laughs) and we'll flip when they find out that we got nominated
0: Uh, (laughs) well thank you guys for jumping right on board to this Halloween episode like I text one of you I don't know who runs your Instagram but you were like uh yes let me talk to oh it's you yeah yeah. it's me perfect (laughs) it's
1: because I'm the personable one (laughs) fuck you (laughs)
0: Oh, my gosh. I'm just going to let you guys banter for this entire episode.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We'll just keep going. Oh, God. We've become those people. Yeah.
0: You guys are attached to the hip. You hang out, like, all the time.
2: More than you could ever know. Oh, oh, were you reaching over to cheers me? (laughs) Oh, no, but sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not by the hip that we're attached.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. Um, So I'm curious. You're here on a Halloween episode. What does Halloween mean to you?
1: Oh, God. Halloween... I I was about to go. Full, uh, I was about to go full old man and be like, oh. kids don't dress up anymore.
2: <laughs> oh, Old Hallows Eve, I remember yeah. ye.
1: I was there the first time we summoned the Dark Lord. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I always liked Halloween. Obviously, you can get, grab a couple of pillowcases and you go like walk until your feet bleed, picking up candy. It's like, oh yeah, that's it's like an amazing fun time. And actually, I will say that where we live, Halloween does seem to be like a thing that people still want to participate in and lots of like young families are doing it which is yeah the right way
2: (laughs) you know just good wholesome family values yeah
1: (laughs) when you're a kid you go get candy and yeah. then at a certain point you egg houses and then it's uh, satanic rituals
2: like with your book club. Yeah, sex blood orgies <laughs> like everybody else. Yeah.
0: Oh. Oh, you guys do that too?
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're we're just red-blooded Canadians, I, of I, course I, we.
1: I would say that our Halloween traditions are probably basically in line with the states though. Like I don't think okay. we
2: have like anything particularly different. Um No, I mean there's right? the there's the yearly Pierre Trudeau celebrations that we do. <laughs> He <laughs> <It> just <laughs> lies. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we we all wear the Canadian flag as as like a cape on the back. I mean, we have to wear winter jackets because there's snow the whole time. You do have to. That that is a thing you have
1: to do. You have to figure out how to work a jacket into your costume. Yeah, It's It's either underneath everything else. So you're a very like puffy Frankenstein (laughs) or it's over top because you're like, oh,
2: I'm an Arctic zombie. Like that is actually a thing that you have to do. Especially (laughs) uh, up here where we are now in the Yukon. um, Typically, Halloween is like the first snow. Yeah.
0: Oh my god! Really?
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah Sometimes yeah. a little I'm earlier, sorry. but yeah. I've been super disappointed because we moved into like a newer subdivision within uh, um, where we live in Whitehorse, and. Uh, mm-hmm. Because of that, nobody knows that there's families here, and so nobody. We have like, I mean, it's a really nice neighborhood, and but like, I think I've gotten like twelve kids total in the last three years. Last year was great down here. <laughs> we we brought my daughter. We cleaned up. We yeah. just didn't stop at your house. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great because nobody else is going. You clean right. house. I I literally started just like when the parents weren't looking, just dumping bags of candy <laughs> into the kids' bag. Because I'm just like, don't tell your mom, like.
1: Yeah, that's what you need to do on Halloween is tell a bunch of kids not to tell their parents something. Yeah, it's not a s- red
2: flag at all. I got a pillowcase, I whisper into a child's ear. I don't see what's real wrong with that. <laughs> I'm wearing a costume, <laughs> Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my god, I have a feeling like I'm just going to be laughing this whole show. This,
1: this is the content you wanted, right?
0: I love yeah. it. I'm like, oh yeah, I have to probably interject here and say something, but I'm just going to let you guys be here. I love it. I love it just so Let's put much. a couple coins
2: into the jukebox and see what happens. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, so it's basically the same as down here. Um, mm-hmm. Us losers over here that can't figure the world out. Um, like yeah. I was... <laughs> I mean. Uh, but... That sucks that it's snow up there for for that. You could be a really muscular Batman with yeah. all of the puffiness.
1: Underneath. Yeah, you you see you see a I'm lot of those. Suck. You do <laughs> see a lot of yeah. You see a lot of like uh just like mummies and stuff with like canada goose jackets because it was like we didn't figure out a way to work the coat in but it is far too cold for you to go out so no one's gonna see your costume you're gonna basically just be a regular (laughs) person with a coat and boots and if anyone
2: asks you to tell them what they are what you are i'm a chilly little mummy oh no (laughs) i'm a yummy mummy We, I, I, one of the things that I, I really (laughs) noticed that bothers me. (laughs) Oh, you maniac. I think that bothers me now though, is that you get a lot less like non-corporatized like Halloween costumes. Like when we were kids, like my costumes were terrible. It was like demon one year. I think my, my grandmother made me like a cape with like this, uh, like big pieces uh, to it. And I had like a random like mask. Your grandmother (laughs) tried to exercise you. (laughs) Are you seeing me? Look at this weight. People, no <laughs> one's been able to properly exercise me. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, but, I, like, or I, one year I was a mime. My my brother, yeah. my brothers have all gone uh, with like ghosts every year. But like, my my
1: mom definitely like made a stand against either store bought costumes yeah. or things that were too obvious, like wizard, blah blah blah, like. My mom always, like, when I was a kid, would be like, if you're going to be a zombie, you're going to be a very specific zombie. She'd, like, fish out my grandpa's old, like, RCAF jacket and be like, there, you're a fighter pilot. You died of the war. She, like, That's it was, like, always something <laughs> like that. There was always, like, another layer Costume to it. Check. Yeah. Yeah. What? Couldn't just be, like, a ghost, like, the sheet with the holes cut in it. Or my anyway name's Rick like Hawk.
2: I died on the... <laughs> yeah, he had a backstory.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was going to take my best girl
2: out for a moonlight walk. <laughs> I'm so surprised you ended up in theater. It blows my mind.
0: <laughs> no. But I feel going,
2: like girl. now <laughs> all the costumes are like Elsa and like I'm like that's not yeah. Halloween. Yeah. That's Let true. me tell you another yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Did your mom make your costume? No, then it's not Halloween. Are that's
2: we right. gatekeeping Halloween? Oh no. <laughs> and I don't think women should be able to participate either.
0: <laughs> and that's ongoing comic book discussion here, I didn't
2: oh man this has become oh, the God. the leftist uh yeah the right wing uh, <laughs> yeah this is on the left no this is the yeah the right wing comic book podcast we're starting <laughs> it today <laughs> good lord <laughs> so yeah oh, halloween what <laughs> what
1: what about what about you tess what were your like what were your like big halloween costumes
0: Um, my big Halloween costumes, I was the pink ranger for many, many years.
2: Nice. You you could pull off a decent pink ranger, Sorry, did you
1: say for many years? Yes. Uh, Right.
0: Yes. Are you judging me right now, or? No, no,
1: I just just wanted to make sure I caught that.
0: (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Yes. And then when I outgrew it, I was, like, a different kind of witch every year, but, like, it was just all my black like uh clothes and then i would be like i have black lipstick put on the hat and i'm like yo i'm a witch and there's i should do like a timeline of each year it's just <laughs> i just kind of i love halloween so much my birthday's two days before halloween and but like i when it comes to costumes i just can't decide i want to be everything so do yeah. the witch every year which is pretty solid and pretty honest you know
2: Oh yeah, I like I like I like the witch thing. I I, if I was going to be a witch, I'd be one. But like all, it's all just like sand color. Like I wear like all my drapes, and then I would be a sand witch. Shut up! Get (laughs) out! Oh my gosh! That'd
1: be really good. I think. Good Good thing you guys aren't going to
0: podcast anymore,
1: huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, We're going to put ourselves out of our misery.
0: Uh, well, awkward segue to Mac- Batman here. Uh-
2: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so- surprisingly, I never was Batman.
1: Batman, a kid oh, really? who likely did not go out for Halloween. <laughs>
2: nice. Nice. Yes, never. Poor guy. His
0: mom never made I- his costume. Poor yeah, guy. his
1: mom never made his costume. That bitch... <laughs>
2: oh my god Mas- okay. master wayne uh, oh. I, I I think i have a costume for you it's it, it's it's it, it's a bat uh, i think you would made quite good as a bat
1: <laughs> yeah that's right as a kid he went as a bat every year for 10 years until one night alfred just puts a grapple gun in his hand and goes now fight crime
2: and he goes but it's not halloween And he goes yes. you don't need halloween <laughs> you're ready <laughs>
0: But somebody's always Batman every year, like, for I oh, think yeah. forever and ever, someone will always, there will always be a bunch of Batman uh, costumes. Batman? Batmans? Yeah,
1: I think Batman. it's true. My wife and I went as the Dead Waynes last oh, year, yeah. we dressed my daughter up as Batman.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was she wearing pearls?
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, my wife was.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's amazing.
2: It was awesome. Yeah.
0: Um, so I have a question that yes. I had yesterday when I recorded the TMNT Batman crossover comic with Joey Ooh. from Ninja Toidles. Um We okay? So I know I've been on your Black Canary episode, and you mm-hmm. said Rayshaw Ghoul, and there's oh. also Raza al Ghoul. Okay, um, it's, it's okay. It's not gonna be a whole conversation. I know you probably have an entire twelve episodes about it, right?
2: This this has just recently come up.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Well, it's funny because in the comic. He actually says Racial Ghoul, and they spell it like R-A-C-I-A-L.
2: This is he- my daughter, Rachel Ghoul. Right. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> oh, my God. That's a good one, actually. <laughs> Reed, your daughter needs to be Rachel Ghoul
1: for <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah she, she and Ross al Ghoul were on a break. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amazing. My question is: We weren't sure um, how Rachel Gould's relation to Batman is, and this is my guess: It Batman is married to his daughter. Is that what it is?
1: Not not married, but yeah, like they have a son together. Okay,
0: but they never got married. No. Okay. Okay. Cool. That's that's all. I, I was like, you know what? I know who's coming on tomorrow, and they will know. Sorry. Yeah, cool.
1: yeah. Tal- Talia and Batman uh, h- hooked up a bunch and they have a son together who is Damien, the current Robin. So Rachel al Ghul is the grandfather of Batman's yeah. son.
0: Boom. Okay. Yeah. He was like, Grandpa. And I'm like, wait, there's a story here. Can't remember what it is, but I haven't read anything with him in it other than this one. My first Rachel al Ghul comic is the TMNT Batman crossover.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is super cool. Yeah. The sure. mo- the also the um, the TMNT uh, Batman uh, animated movie is really yeah. good too, which I think is just based on that that comic, but like really like well
1: done like cartoon adaptation. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, I definitely want to watch that. I have the DC app. I have yet to do that. I was busy watching all of the um, Megan Fox Ninja Turtle
2: movies. About oh, something <laughs> Those, are, those are. You know no, what? No, no. They're okay. You're <laughs> incorrect.
1: They're okay. They're not that bad. They're like a little bit boring. But that's the worst crime. They're fine.
0: They. I mean, I guess they're not. Yeah. I mean, they're not bad until like Megan Fox. And you guys know my. You know me personally. Like I, when it comes to women in TV or comics, I'm like, all right, I got this careful eye on you. But they just kind of use Megan Fox as like. It's like, she's literally a fox. She's like, really, really smart. And they're like, but your ass is really nice. I'm like, yeah. shut up. Yeah. It's one of those things. Yeah.
2: I mean, you can have both of those things, but <laughs> but not not according to those movies. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: right. Right. You can't be smart and have a nice ass in the movies. It's unfortunate. Movies.
2: Clearly, oh. no one's looked at me lately.
0: <laughs> <Yeah. Okay. laughs> oh, my God. What am I going to do with you guys? Um, So, (laughs) we are not here to talk TMNT Batman crossover, because we did that yesterday, but today we are here to talk about Batman Arkham Asylum by Grant Morrison, holla, uh, and illustrated by Dave McKean. Yes, yes, raise the roof, raise the roof. I haven't read a Grant Morrison comic in a a while, and um, now I'm like, oh man, I need to jump back into this, because he is like, I mean, everybody knows, like, he's freaking, he's phenomenal. He's, He's just Tell stories that need to be told.
1: He's weird like the weird, like wizard god of like comic book writing. Yeah, he sort of
2: swoops in and he's like, "Oh, you you think you know how how to talk about this character? I'll show you how to talk about this character, <laughs> yeah, in a way that you've never thought about before."
1: But I think this book is like one of his best pieces and it's, it's one maybe of not older one, ones right it is yeah it's one of the older ones and it's probably not one that most people like think of right away if you're like name a bunch of great morrison stuff
2: but it is written in a way that sort of he used to do his work i find that he's sort of gotten a little bit more like ethereal and like esoteric with this stuff yeah he's he's less and less connected to reality now than he was then yeah
1: but- <laughs> <laughs> <Real>. <laughs> yes
0: yes uh, okay question though this is okay so the one that I read I thought it came out in 2020 but it was like the redone version or something like that this was yeah from, like, i 1989? think it was
1: 88 okay. yeah yeah it's it's an old book and I think the version that that we all read was like the re
2: yeah, like, yeah. the I,
1: republished I, I, one that includes it. like a bunch of like notes and it's got like an
2: extra hundred pages after the story is oh. done of just like oh, notes yeah. and sketches and script pages yes! and stuff yeah. like that yeah because i I read it too yeah, yeah. mm-hmm I read. I I can read. read It's about it's about Batman, Uh, right? uh, Gotcha.
0: I thought this was gonna be like a six issue comic, but it was like three or four issues, and then yeah, it was just like all this like commentary and like the whole script for the entire comic, and then a bunch more amazing, just like outer worldly art, which was so cool.
1: Well, we should talk about the art because the art, I think, is the thing that really stands out. I mean, Morrison is a great writer, and he's objectively a great writer. Mm -hmm. in this book but the Mm -hmm. art is the thing that is like really outrageously haunting because there's like there's watercolor there's full photography and in Mm -hmm. the notes like he talks about like how they messed with exposure and different types of film and stuff Mm -hmm. to make this like sort of collagey kind of feel um but there are whole pages that just like they're just like black inky watercolors you don't even see batman's real face until like two-thirds of the way through the book he's mostly just yeah. a shadow like he almost looks like wisps of smoke yeah. like it, the, the art is outrageous yeah, totally. in this book
0: it's insane it like i just read um sandman a couple days ago and uh it kind of reminds me of sandman a little bit like the the overture i don't
2: know because totally of the overture
1: i think it's definitely like a product of the time right i mean morrison himself said that he, this was like a reaction to something like Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns which was about like literally how does a person be Batman and this one was more just like metaphorically how does a person be Batman and the art kind of reflects it and I think that was also the thing that happened with like a book like Sandman or a book like Starman that whole like
2: 90s vertigo kind of wave sort of took the other approach right well, to being yeah. like kind of yeah. ethereal and there's a there's a that. few things going on right like i mean the the entire sort of thesis of the book is about like disconnection to reality and so by using mm-hmm. multiple art forms you're not sort of speaking in one language and i think that sort of speaks to the the disconnection in reality there i think it's also doing a really like sort of like early 90s alternative art thing uh, in general um which sort of goes with like you could you could put like a like a drop D guitar like a song behind <laughs> yeah. all of this and it yeah. would like fit really nicely uh, it's definitely like we're dark and like my parents don't understand me <laughs> and like um, while sort of experimenting with like alternative <clears throat> art uh, stylings and things like that but I think like the the uh, concept at least from what it seems like is sort of like dis- disconnection from reality which is why I think there's so much connection between Sandman and this yeah. they are doing something pretty similar which is sort of this ethereal uh, idea and even just like the journal
1: kind of component right like the early volumes of sandman are very much like you're sort of following a journal or stuff like that actually that happens in starman too you're like reading a lot of shades journal during that yeah and this you keep cutting back and forth to reading the journal of amadeus arkham and you're talking Mm -hmm. about like the history of the building that is now arkham asylum and like how it kind of breeds insanity and how like it's it's almost this paranormal supernaturally kind of thing, but it's ultimately just about people succumbing to their like baser impulses and their, their own fears, like yeah. insanity and fear and stuff like that. It's pretty, it's pretty wild.
2: I is liked, this, is
0: this the first comic that like dives into Arkham's history? Cause I feel like this was the first time I got uh, like a, an eye into how it was created, which is a terrible foundation. <laughs> but
1: I think it's, I mean, I I think it's one of the first ones of the modern era that really tries to deal with it. And a lot of the stuff that's sort of in this, in one form or another, they kind of use as the baseline now for the main Batman, like the the main continuity. I'm sure there's like an old issue from the 60s where they're like, we built Arkham Asylum after you caught the Joker the first time. And they just sort of move (laughs) on from it. They don't really like talk about it. But being like this sort of psychological and horrory and that it like that the asylum itself has a personality this is probably one of the first i would say
2: yeah it's yeah. the first that i've heard of it also like uh, and uh we speak it to a little bit in our episode with dr travis langley but mm. uh it's it talks about sort of joker's super sanity um mm. which is a thing that sort of every other sort of person is sort of crazy but there's this idea that the joker actually isn't Crazy. He's just inputting so much reality that it's too much for him. And it's like this new version of sanity. Well,
1: and they say like, he basically has no personality of his own. He reinvents himself every day, just depending on what he feels like and what he needs to do. So sometimes he's
2: like silly and
1: buffoonish and sometimes he'll like cut your face off. But
2: it's also sort of about like him because he's inputting so much reality. He actually is, it's sort of a nihilistic approach and he's, it's this absurdist sort of concept. Yeah. Um, because he's just going like I see everything. It's all ridiculous, and so it, nothing matters.
0: His I've I've never seen. Okay, like I mean, we all know the Joker's freaking batshit crazy. But like, <laughs> but um, uh, pun intended, I guess. Uh, <laughs>
2: yeah, but you know, you know oh batshit! I actually didn't catch uh, that. That's amazing. <laughs> That's good. Fuck! Why aren't we better at podcasting? I know we're so bad at this. You say what you want about the Joker, but the you know the the buses ran on time. <laughs>
0: Uh, but, like, something also I want to touch on is also, like, just the Batman and Joker's relationship in this. We all know that it's just crazy anyways because he won't fucking kill the guy. Like, he, you know what I mean? Like, he just keeps putting him in Arkham and, like, sometimes he opens up to him and he's super, like, vulnerable and then he lets yeah. him go. It's like, he just can't, just can't put him down. He just.
1: I mean, it says something about Batman, right? Because the, the reason that the that people think the no killing argument falls apart now is they're, like, you could just kill him and then go back to your rule or whatever. Right. And Batman is convinced that he can't do that because if he does it once, he'll keep doing it. Which says something about how mentally fragile and like emotionally unstable Batman is. Yeah. That he is like, I cannot allow myself to even come close to that because I am like, a hair's breadth away from the people I'm putting in Arkham. Didn't we just have and a... And he st- talks about that in the book, is that, like, I'm worried that, like,
2: they're right. I'm gonna show up to Arkham, and I'm, I will be insane. Isn't that the similar yeah. conversation we just had downstairs when I tried to give you ice cream and you said No. <laughs> I just have one yeah. scoop yeah i mean if i have if i have one scoop of ice cream this diet this diet is over if i just have one scoop yeah. i'm gonna kill my entire family i'll never come back
0: so you relate to batman very closely then right totally yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah it's so many ways yeah that's why
1: that's why when i'm out like in real life i don't use ice cream scoops that's my one rule no ice cream scoops yeah. it's like batman's no guns <laughs>
0: So he like basically admits himself into Arkham just because Joker's like, "Yo, I'm gonna kill all these people." There's a riot at Arkham, Um, and he just kind of admits himself. And I, what I found was so startling was that immediately after he hung up the phone with Joker, he's like, he's like looking at Commissioner Gordon. He's like questioning himself immediately. And in my head, I'm like, "You're Batman. What? What are you saying right now? Why are you?" i feel so bad for him i just want to give him a hug
1: well yeah i mean that's the other reaction to the frank miller batman right the frank miller batman is like look at this amazing billionaire he's the best he can't make a mistake and then morrison one is
2: instantly like what if everything i do is a mistake my one of my favorite parts of this comic book is just the part where he shows up to commissioner gordon and he goes what's up
1: yeah, he said, What's up? Yeah. I almost yeah. died. <laughs> That's a good point. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yo, Kamish, what's up? <laughs> I got your
2: TikTok. What's happening? <laughs> yeah. Nothing bats, just straight chilling.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. You guys, so he so he gets to Arkham, and he we meet all these people that we already know. And again, like the art throughout this whole thing, like you could have just taken away the the words, and still I would have been like, I kind of know what's going on. But like the art mm-hmm. is just is its own storytelling device in here.
2: Yeah, well, it. the way Joker looks in this too, I mean, oh my god, yeah, Joker almost looks like he's not a real being. He kind yeah. of looks like Jay Leno. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he does, Jay Leno. Joker Leno? <gasps> Wait
0: a minute.
2: My God. I need to make a call. <laughs> Here's the red phone.
0: Uh, well, we meet all of these, all of like um, Batman's rogue gallery as well. And so, okay. Well, yeah. also I love that you brought up earlier is that we meet, what's his name? Hang on. Our um, Amadeus Arkham, the like founder of, and so mm-hmm. his story is being being woven in and out of this to explain kind of like Batman's own insanity as well as he travels through. Like when he starts playing hide and seek and meeting all the inmates and stuff.
1: Yeah, cool. yeah. And and as he's meeting the inmates, there are versions that you don't really encounter in other no. Comics and that like Clayface is all like sick and emaciated, and it's like basically yeah. his skin is like a disease. Mm-hmm. Um, Maxi Zeus, who is basically in the comics just a guy who thinks he is Zeus, is like hooked up to the electroshock machine and he's almost like an electricity being. Yeah, yeah. um, it's a maybe the coolest version of Maxi Zeus I've ever seen. Yeah, um, Killer Croc? yeah, Killer Croc, probably the most crocodile looking version. Um, Mad Hatter, like tons of sort of what? pedophilia overtones with oh, Mad Hatter God, in this yeah. one. Oh. Um, really yeah. disturbing, um, and and even Two Face, Two Face looks smaller and sadder in this book than I think I've ever seen. Because normally you think of him as this—he used to be this big, strapping, like DA, like a guy like Bruce Wayne almost. Yeah, but in this book, he's so small and
2: scared and what they did to two faces is is really interesting i mean and it it, it brings up this whole other conversation with this, which is that Batman wants them to stay crazy because at least yeah. it's the crazy that he can understand. Right. Um, yeah, because their treatment for him is to slowly uh, just increase the options. number of
1: choices. They weaned him off the coin and gave him <laughs> a, like a, a die, yeah. and then they weaned him off that and gave him, was it tarot cards or something? Yeah. Yeah, so okay. he has 78 yeah. choices.
2: I, th- I, I I kind of thought that the, the, the Magic 8-Ball one was kind of a weird option, <laughs> but...
1: But, the, but they say they gave him too many options now. He like he can't decide whether or not go to, go to not shit
2: himself. Because yeah. yeah. that's that's when you meet Two-Face, he shits himself. Hey, some of us don't have that option. Some of us, it just happens. <laughs> <laughs> I had a big dinner, whatever. Stop looking at me like that.
0: Um. But for Two-Face, who actually, he was probably my third favorite character in here. He... Um, He like he because we see him in the comics and we see him in the movies and he's got all of this power and confidence with him and he's basically without all that it's like what is he if he can't I didn't you know what I mean like I first of all I didn't know that he actually had a coin to flip I don't I don't know why I don't remember that but like just the fact that he was just just weak in this one it's it's takes away from everything that he was it's like I don't know if Arkham made him weak or the treatment made him weak
1: I mean this is definitely not. A Batman Punches Things book. It's not, right? even, a, no, my it's God, not no. even a Batman gadgets things book. <laughs> no. It's a.
2: it's not even a detective it's, book. It's
1: not even a detective book. It's a Batman barely survives with his own psyche intact book.
2: Yeah. 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 When he just starts like when he puts that like I don't know what is that's a piece of glass or something that he puts in his hand, like
1: uh yeah, yeah. Which I think is to sort of snap him back to like yeah, yeah. keep his focus, right?
2: Like, that was insane. I, I And the, like, the part where you start seeing his teeth a bunch, like it's all yeah. you can see is his teeth. Like,
1: Yeah. Well, when things start getting real for him, that's where you actually see him as a real person because when you're outside with the cops and stuff like that, he's just a shadow. He's just
2: like a wisp of smoke that's saying what's up to the commissioner. <laughs> I think it was actually just apostrophe S-U-P. <laughs> sup, sup. <laughs>
1: yeah, he did one of those like gnarly hand signals on the way into the asylum.
0: Yeah, hang loose. He
2: said later days, commish.
0: <laughs> he did like a secret handshake with them afterwards. Yeah, exactly. yeah.
2: Yeah, they fist bump. They're pretty tight. Yeah. um I- <laughs> They do the bro hug. the like, Yeah. <laughs> and- <laughs>
0: Uh, I've gotten stuck in one of those, and I was like, this is really uncomfortable and aggressive.
1: Ugh.
2: Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. No, not at all, especially nowadays.
1: <laughs> Do you have a favorite villain that he meets in this story, either from like how they're drawn or like what the story is doing or anything like that?
0: Well, I agree with you guys. I freaking love Joker in this one. I think I like audibly gasped. I was like, this is my favorite Joker. Like this is, I I loved him in this. And I've never seen him have so much power over Batman. And Mm -hmm. I know I keep bringing that up, but like I was actually like surprised because usually Batman is outside in Gotham. He's got everybody behind him. And then he willfully walks into Arkham and Joker has all the power over him and more. Like he literally does what he says. And I was like, whoa, this is Joker's dream. Yeah. (laughs) you know. No, I love that. Actually, I have a question. So, there was also a green icky thing that just kept saying like sick, ick or ill or something like that and it was was that poison ivy?
1: I think that's Clayface. Yeah, that's Clayface. Oh. That's that's this book's version of Clayface. Is that uh, is that he's he's essentially like not literally, but that he's basically like a leper, right? Like that, his skin is sick, and
2: yeah, uh, that this whatever. I'm assuming that he he got this from using whatever that that product was,
1: or it was whatever they, however they tried to treat him in the asylum, yeah, yeah. or whatever.
2: My but, guess, yeah, you know. I guess that it could it could be that too because they're they're doing some like demonstrative stuff through these treatments, but
1: it's funny in this book because there is one psychiatrist in there who I think very genuinely is trying to rehabilitate people. Um, is that her name? Ruth, Pearl? Right? Yeah. Um, and and that's such like a weird thing for Arkham. is like anyone legitimately trying to do their job <laughs> instead of just like torturing and imprisoning. Well, exactly, um, yeah. So it's kind of neat to see that someone is trying to do it. Well, when trying, the whole story al- is about how the asylum itself bends you away from any sort of actual care.
2: Yeah. But I mean, she di- is causing a lot of these problems. Like, like, Two like Two Face is completely broken because of her specifically. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess the book is asking: is it better? Is it better to
1: be a, a crazy that you know than to be a form of healed
2: that you can't live with? Right. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. true. Yeah. That's
0: true. This is deep. You guys pick like. <laughs> I was like, damn. I said horror, and you guys were like, okay, I got one. <laughs> is like- you know
1: what? I I read this forever ago. So when you were like horror, I was like. I know one where the art is amazing. It's all like shadowy and creepy. Totally Mm -hmm. fits for Halloween. I picked this. And then I was like rereading it. And that's like, holy shit. Like Like, You you tend to do this.
2: It's like, oh no. (laughs) This is a a thing you tend to do actually. (laughs) He does it to me all the time. And it's always just like, oh my God, why is this what you chose? Yeah. (laughs) It's a problem. It's also a a DC late 80s, early 90s thing too. Yeah. Uh, When they went dark, they went like pitch black. And I think it's, it's, during a time where, like, grunge is really popular and, like, they're, like music and art is getting darker anyways, and so DC's just, like, ratcheted it up. I think that mm-hmm. it's,
1: get- Yeah, it's all riffing on that, like, swamp thing
2: constantine yeah. kind of it reminds me stuff. a lot of dead man uh yeah a, a, a huge sort of influence from that the I crow think. yeah yeah oh my god uh, yeah we, absolutely yeah, yeah.
0: we reviewed that one already uh for nice. the series it's so good oh my god amazing like, i've never even dove into that and i'm still like oh my god that that story was incredible yeah
2: they're supposed <laughs> to be remaking uh, that at movie I, yeah i mean yeah with they've been saying that for like 20 years Why yeah guy? yeah. it's supposed to be Momoa that's right yeah Yeah. is it really like yeah. how much weight is he supposed to lose to play yeah the yeah I don't it's like true. that it's gonna be like that version of him from the commercial where he like <laughs> takes off his yeah, muscles and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah they have to use the Captain America first Avenger technology <laughs> yes.
1: to put it in reverse <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah
0: I love Momoa, but not not for the Crow, not for the.
2: Crow. No, no, it doesn't. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because the Crow doesn't like show up and be
1: like, Hey, bra." <laughs> like, <Yeah. but> like, <laughs> I could see Adam Driver being the Crow. Oh, Ooh. he's he's also still a little too thick, but uh, hey, but
2: in just the right way. <laughs> oh
0: <my God>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, yeah, Doctor DC. If you're not aware of us, we're the thirstiest podcast on the. <laughs> I feel confident
1: in saying we're the thirstiest comic book podcast. Yeah, on the air. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: probably. So, so sad you guys are are done though. That really. <laughs> yeah, I know it's, it's a shame.
2: Yeah, it's, it's
1: well, weird. you know, next time just be worse at what you're doing, and we won't feel so bad. <laughs> 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 uh, um.
0: So, also, did you guys notice at the end? Well, why did I say did you guys notice? It's a big part of the plot here. Um, when the bat is. The bat symbol is basically the reason for, and I think I said Amadeus. I think it's Amadeus. Amadeus Arkham. Go. Go, Richard. Go.
2: Arkham a rock Amadeus. 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 Oh. Asylum. <laughs> <laughs> Amadeus <Yeah. Arkham. laughs> oh.
0: Nice um yeah there was like the sim okay so i actually have a lot of questions because this part kind of confused me i was like is this like a um what's the word like a a, not a prophecy but like um i don't know telling of the future that's like the bat was gonna appear in in arkham and you know because
1: right yeah i mean so yeah in amadeus's journal he says that there's basically a sort of spirit or an entity or a a creature that's haunting the building and it's driving him nuts and he claims it to be a bat of, of some sort and then in the modern day the other of the two psychiatrists who has found amadeus amadeus's journal believes that that bat is batman right so it's set up in a way where if you were trying to justify your own insanity, or if you were slipping into insanity, or if you had all believed in the occult, it would look like prophecy because there is a Batman mm. out there. But I think it's that Morrison thing where it was like, this is coincidence, but these people are they're They're looking for a way to slip into insanity. They're looking for a way to be comfortable in that. Mm hmm like I feel like he that guy sees the Batman and he goes well there's a bat in this thing aha uh-huh. but it's like bats, bats we know bats are just in Gotham right yeah. because that's how Batman gets the idea for his suit they're just in the cave they're just out in the <laughs> <laughs> like one in in some in some versions, one just flies through a window. Like yeah. they're in Gotham, so it's not surprising that Amadeus Arkham would think it's a bat. He probably saw one. So it's like taking a thing that's a coincidence and turning yeah. it into prophecy, yeah. basically.
2: Yeah. Also, I mean, you could say that Batman is his Salieri. <laughs> <laughs> He's what? <laughs> in this one, Amadeus
1: like he kills his own mom. Maybe his mom was his Salieri. Oh my god, maybe. Yeah.
2: She kept writing those terrible songs. This is a weird Mozart joke. I apologize. <laughs> do comic book people know Mozart? <laughs> yeah, is this the right place for this?
0: Some people do, I'm sure. Somebody here listens to Mozart. You guys. That's it. Right? And
2: for those people, hell yeah. I mean, <laughs> you on, know.
1: On that note though, of people like being comfortable being insane or finding a way to stay insane, the this book ends with Batman destroying the doors to Arkham Asylum and saying, yeah. you can all go. Yeah. And the joker and everyone just like they stay there and they go like come back if you need to like you you know good i think joker says good luck in the asylum and he means like out in the real world it's like if you ever need somewhere safe to be like come on back
0: yeah that i love that part i was like ooh but like was he literal batman he was like you guys can all leave you're free to go he meant that i
2: I i think so yeah I think he he assumes that that the type of crazy that they've become is too unstable and he can't manage it. I don't think he and I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily the better choice, but I think it's for him personally. He just makes that decision based on his own issues that he's like I can't I don't know how to manage this. I, I I can't punch this problem, so I'm just going to let them go because I think that th- their mental health... He, he pretends as if his concern is their mental health and that they, they've actually gotten worse, but I actually think they're probably easier to manage in this state.
1: Well, but I think, too, it's about, it's about him. It's selfish, right? Yeah, what's if, what do I mean? If yeah. their treatments do take and they yeah. do... Reformed? Then who is he? What is he? Just like he, crazy. In the way the Joker yeah. only exists for Batman, he kind of now only exists for them. So it's better for them to stay his kind of crazy. Where I know Two Face is gonna like
2: hit up the second National Bank, and I'll yeah. stop him there. Than to have Two Face shitting himself in Arkham Asylum because he has too many choices. Well, yeah, because then it just means that yeah. Batman is crazy. I think that that's the issue. And that's yeah, the thing that, that then he has to confront the fact that he is crazy because yeah. there's that point where he's actually doing the like ink blot tests. Mm-hmm and and everything is just like my parents are dead my parents are dead my parents are dead he's
1: he's in the asylum for 15 minutes and he cries
2: yeah and and asks them to stop word association batman (laughs) breaks instantly it's fucking word association because he's just as crazy as them and that's what scares him i think yeah so he's like well it's not it can't be me that's the problem so it's got to be this place so everyone is just being treated badly meanwhile Bat, what I think what they're trying to say is Batman belongs in there. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, oh,
0: absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, I've never like even thought about this this take on it, and it's such a weird one. And and like I almost don't know what to think because I'm like I'm gonna either pretend I didn't see that, or in, like or incorporate that into like what I know about Batman. Like it's really behind his emotions.
1: Yeah. And the saddest part about all of that is that this book also ends by saying that Two-Face's treatment is working. That like, yeah, you saw him shit himself at the start, but he at the end says, we'll flip a coin. If it's heads up, Batman leaves. If it's scratch side up, Joker, you kill him. And he says, it's head side up, Batman can leave. And Batman leaves. And he looks down at his hand and it's scratch side up he made his own choice like yeah. he actually is rehabilitated and batman is just like i can't have that
0: yeah <laughs> like, whoa i didn't even catch that i mean yeah. i caught that part but i didn't catch that going even deeper that he can make a decision yeah ooh
1: spooky <laughs> it's it's like a it's a deeply fucked up book yeah. i would say <laughs> oh yeah Oh yeah, totally. No, like if you played if this. you played the Arkham Asylum video game, it, it is not what it's, this is. This is not like a fun like prisoners take over the asylum sort of thing. That's like yeah. technically the setup, but that is not what this book is
2: about. <laughs> no, no, it's just like uh, the playground is his psyche more than anything else. Yeah, yeah. They
0: need to shut down Arkham. I actually, you brought up that uh, <laughs> video game.
2: Wow, hot take test. Jeez. So
0: I think they need to shut down Arkham and let him loose.
2: Yeah yeah defund
1: arkham
0: (laughs) honestly though like if okay so i started playing that video game and when i say me i mean i'm watching my husband play because i don't like to play video games i like to watch people play and i like to help them make decisions i'm very good at that (laughs) which Um, is super fun for the people uh, playing no my husband loves it he would so you got cool. a good he, one then yeah. oh yeah definitely he he loves and i'm like let's play arkham and he's like yeah and then he'll ask me he'll be like what do i want to upgrade to babe and i'm like that one with the high powered whatever i don't know um
2: that's awesome but
0: that one was like like that video game was creepy as hell mm-hmm. And i, and I, I think kept, it's the best
2: one in the series
0: Okay, yeah. so people have said Arkham City is better than.
2: I think I think it's bigger yeah. and that's fun. And if you want to play Batman in, in Gotham, then I think it's the best. But I, think I think the think,
1: story is better in Arkham City, yeah. but
2: like the aesthetic of the game yeah. is probably best. I in just asylum. love I love sort of the like bottle sort of like story you get with the with, with our Asylum, and it's just this sort of contained area. I yeah. think it's really cool. But yeah, I mean, I get why this city's got a better story, and you get to be Batman in Gotham, which is awesome. But something about that first one for me, it's just that aesthetic, just they nail it perfectly. I think the bigger they make it, the harder it is to sort of continue that same sort of uh, uh, aesthetic.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a creepy asylum. It's like, it's classic sort of suspense. You don't even have to do anything else and you're already tense playing. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's
0: grimy and weird and no. Um, Yeah, well... I really appreciated this comic. I'm glad that you guys suggested it. When I say you guys, I mean Reed.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I'm basically hands off with anything to do with this podcast. I love. God, how you're Reed read.
0: look back to look at you.
2: I know. <laughs> I know. He won't. He won't
1: even sit forward enough I that I can just. T- everything about like this it just. Just it's the power dynamic. He's reclined back. There's such a power move. I have to like abase myself <laughs> to even get his attention. Yeah.
2: You didn't need to sit on is your this, knees the whole this time. Is this my
1: Arkham Asylum?
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, you guys are awesome. P.S. Thank I've already you. shit myself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you showed up that guy. <laughs>
0: I, you guys are awesome because, like, I like I'd say probably eighty five to ninety to maybe a hundred percent of the time, I don't know what's happening between the two of you, but it's hilarious. <laughs> and so then when it's my turn to talk, I'm like, oh, I don't know what to say.
1: <laughs> I th- I think that makes us fun on our own and bad
2: guests. Yeah, we're bad <laughs> no. friends. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. We're you don't want us at a party. That's. <laughs> Oh no, <laughs> we've become that.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, thank you for having us on. Yeah, I'm excited to
0: have. Don't go yet. Don't go. Wait, wait, no, wait. No,
2: I don't wait, want to. I'm not I'm going anywhere. Say. Well, we were wait, saying wait. thank you, so I just said a oh. thank you. Wow, yeah. Way to save <laughs> that one.
0: <laughs> uh, Can I go farther
2: right. back? Oh no, the headphones stop at a certain point. <laughs>
0: It was going to be funny as if Reed's audio keeps going out cuz he has to like look back. Oh, I
2: <laughs> muted him like an hour ago. So another great thing about Morrison. Uh. All right,
0: so um, we—I know you guys have been on here for Green Lantern, and um, you guys did a rating of the comic. Mm-hmm. However, I feel like two things: one, nobody's gonna come on here that's anything less than a five, um, and two, I—I I, I think that uh, I feel like the rating's unfair because I'm so new to comics. Although I would give this one a five, um, like I um, in back in back in July, I <laughs> reviewed. I reviewed a uh, uh, super Sp- superior Spider-Man with Max and I did the rating and I did like a 3.8 out of five, but it was absolutely a five, but the only reason why I gave it a lower score is because I didn't know the characters. So rating's gone. right uh, but yeah.
2: to be fair, I do give this five out of five shit pants. yeah <laughs> I would say, <laughs> I would well, say- can I, no wait, a whole a whole pant full of shit. yeah, I think I give this
1: uh five uh crying at word associations out of five. Martha yeah why did you say that name <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I give it five killer crocs because that dude was pretty badass in this yeah
1: movie. he looks dope in this
0: yeah oh. I loved him in this one uh so do you guys want to do like a wrap-up review of someone who may or may not have read the comic or just like your overall like thoughts of what you think of this comic
1: sure Oh, sorry, do you want me to go first? I can't see you because you're sitting so far back. No, I'm telling
2: you to do it. Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) Sure. Read. Is that a a gun in my back?
2: (laughs) No. Oh, oh no. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) Um yeah, I would say this is like probably one of the best sort of contained Batman stories ever. But I wouldn't go into it expecting to like come out being like now i know a bunch about batman's villains or like now i really know about commissioner gordon and batman like this isn't like a batman adventure this is like i've read a bunch of batman but now i want to see someone just like rip his mind apart like so it's it's like an incredible book like masterfully written incredible like artwork really like haunting deranged sort of artwork but it, this is like not an intro to Batman. Like,
2: don't read yeah. this first. <laughs> <We'll> <laughs> like, start here. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that this is the if you're if you've been reading Batman, like I think Tess, you're the perfect person to be reading this. It's it's someone who's yeah. been reading enough and and learning enough that they're like. Hey, wait a minute! Wouldn't somebody be crazy if they were Batman? Yeah, this is the book to go. Yeah, and this is <laughs> blah, how what happens. Like, I think that this is sort of the the perfect response, actually, to, to Frank Miller's Batman, which is just like, okay, like easy. Yeah, <laughs> like this 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 is not a person to look up to. It's the same issue that a lot of people had when they were watching like Mad Men or Breaking Bad, and they were looking at these people going, "These guys are heroes," and it's like, no, they're they're yeah. they're heavily flawed people. You should not try to be like. And I, yeah. and I and I think. Yeah batman is sort of in the same thing where he's he's making a, a like a, a a trauma-based decision that that hasn't been treated because he's rich and can do whatever he wants this yeah. isn't a decision that's made because he's making a good decision and i think that's what morris is trying to say is that like he's so crazy that he's willing to make everybody else crazy just to sort of make himself feel better and i think i mean that's a that's a thing that just like rich white people have been doing for years so <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, they should
1: make Bruce Wayne pay his taxes, and then he can't afford to be Batman anymore. <laughs> if he paid like a reasonable marginal tax rate, then
2: uh, <laughs> it would really fix a lot of those problems. Yeah. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, I want totally a universal agree income her. inside Gotham. Yeah. Uh.
0: Well, yeah. If you guys said it, I totally agree with you guys. Um. I am a fan of Batman. I have not delved really deep into his comics. Uh, not because I don't want to, but because I love Harley more, and I get also, it. That's fair, right, right? And also, I've just done um, the the movies, uh, but I do totally see as I'm on this comic book journey here that Batman is batshit crazy, um,
2: <laughs> guano crazy. Yeah, I got the joke that time. Yeah, I'm I was there for it. Yeah, this yeah time. buddy. Yeah, Mascara you got it, buddy. Crazy. Yeah.
0: Mascara cr- hey, thank you, thank you. Mascara, anybody? Batshit. Anyway, no.
1: Cool. Nope. Is, is that made from batshit?
0: It used to be, yeah.
1: Oh, I should oh. probably stop eating that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is not an ice cream topping, okay?
2: <laughs> Listen to me. Everything is <laughs> ice cream topping. <laughs> That's right, it is.
0: Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, this one's uh, totally cool, awesome, amazing. I'm so glad that you guys had me read it. I'm so glad that I can check it off. Um, it was super creepy and totally fits with the horror genre theme here. Um, Seminal
2: book for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. This is the, doing an episode every day for a full month is a not only like wildly Arkham level crazy, yeah, but also <laughs> uh, like what a great way to like crash course a bunch of books and a bunch of like cool things super quickly. Yeah. If I had the time or the
2: inclination, that would be a really good idea. I don't even idea. think I've even read 31 books. <laughs> <laughs> books. Ever. Just books. Yeah, period. I, just <laughs> mean period. I didn't say comic.
0: Uh, all right. Well, awesome. Thank you guys so much for being on. I appreciate you. And um, you guys are listening to this on October 9th. Go back and listen to Reed as we reviewed. Read, remind me what we reviewed? So uh, awesome!
1: Uh, Southern Bastards.
0: That was a great one. Yeah, go go back and listen to that one. Great book. Yes, great book, great book. Awesome. Can you guys please plug Doctor DC?
1: Yeah, uh, Doctor DC podcast, weekly podcast where we answer your questions about the DC universe. Uh, you can get it wherever you get your podcasts, and you can hit us up online. We're Doctor DC Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and at Doctor DC on Twitter.
2: Absolutely, and uh, we also have a Patreon account where we uh, put out video. Money, con- please! Yo, <laughs> gimme, gimme, gimme! Daddy needs his pockets full. <laughs> um, we we do an extra episode every single week uh, for five dollars a month, and for seven you also get a video. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank all you. right, thank we'll you. you. Yes, I want sorry.
2: It. We love this podcast. <laughs> we always want to be on it. God have some respect. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, all right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Join me tomorrow as we hit the double digits on this horror series. Yes, we will be on episode ten. All right, guys. Say bye, Dr. DC. Bye,
2: bye. Dr. D C. I'm the doctor I'm doctor now
0: thank you for tuning in to ongoing comic book discussion podcast 31 days of horror if you like what you're hearing please follow OCD on any of your favorite podcatchers take it a step further and leave a 5 star Apple podcast review (laughs) that really helps me out thank you you can follow OCD on Instagram at OCD Podcast or Facebook.com slash OCD Podcast. Tune in tomorrow as I review another horror Halloween comic.
2: <laughs> hey there! We already know you like comics. Well, each week you can listen to the Dr. DC Podcast hosted by me producer richard and sitting across from me the doctor himself hello we talk about the weird and wonderful world of dc while fielding questions from listeners just like you
1: that's right every wednesday on a different topic we talk about the fun crazy world of dc send your questions you don't have to be an expert we're here to guide you through it and to make it fun and to have a good time
2: that's right every wednesday wherever you find your podcast or on drdcpodcast.com or.ca adios i didn't talk about dicks once (laughs)